When we arrived at the church, halfway through our pilgrimage, I was, admittedly, getting tired of churches. I was a little saturated, and I was beginning to have a hard time telling them apart. This one was St. Photini's, the Greek Orthodox church built over the site of Jacob's well in Nablus, in the West Bank of Jerusalem. And from the outside, it was nothing to write home about. It's a pretty church in an average sort of way. It has a small garden inside the exterior walls. The church itself has been, has been built over the well where Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman, whom the Greek Orthodox have named St. Photini. Jesus revealed to her everything she ever knew and offered her living water. The well itself still offers cool, clear, clean water for pilgrims to drink, hoisted up by a bucket and a crank. We were introduced there to Father Justinian, the priest of the church. He is a diminutive man, head to toe in black in the Greek tradition. He does not speak English, but he offered us blessings and anointings on our hands in Arabic and in Greek. It was only after we entered St. Photini's that we learned the recent history of the church. Everything in Jerusalem and in the Holy Land happened hundreds of thousands of years ago, hundreds or thousands of years ago. So to hear a story that started in 1979 was unusual. Thirty-five years ago, Father Justinian and his friend and mentor Father Philomenos were brutally attacked by Zionists who believed that they had the legal and religious right to take control of the church for their own. After they stabbed Justinian, they tied him up so that he would bleed to death while he watched them torture his beloved mentor. The torture was as torture is, brutal, dehumanizing, intended to humiliate and break the spirit and soul of both the one being tortured and the one forced to watch. When Father Philomenos finally died from the torture, they dismembered his body and threw his remains into the holy well and left Justinian for dead. But Father Justinian didn't die. He managed to free himself and go find help. He survived 16 stab wounds. After being released from the hospital, he returned to the church. Let me say that again. After being released from the hospital, he returned to the site of the brutal atrocity that nearly ended his life. And it is then that he began to write Icons. Icons, as you may know, are not painted or drawn. They are prayed or are written. Father Justinian began to pray and the icons came forth from him. And this is how St. Photini's Greek Orthodox Church stands out among the hundreds of beautiful churches and holy sites in that holiest of lands. The walls the ceiling, the floor, are covered quite literally, covered with the most beautiful icons I have ever seen. 
35 years worth of prayers of pain and forgiveness and healing and anger. Prayers of love and admiration and confusion. Justinian prayed into being the entire interior of the dome of the church, painting upside down for six years. He prayed icons that depict his friend's martyrdom and prayed icons for his own strength and protection from the saints. It is, without exception, the most beautiful collection of holy art I have ever seen It is breathtaking. Judas had already put the wheels of his plan into motion by the time Jesus celebrated the Passover meal with the disciples. Jesus had been betrayed. Surely not I, Lord. Surely not I. He was preparing to be arrested, tortured, humiliated, whipped, and murdered by the state. He knew those wheels were already rolling. He knew death was at the end of the day's story. Jesus had every right to be filled with ire and vengeance. Even if he had resigned himself to the fact of it, he was fully within his rights and emotional scope of most every other human being I know to want to rage, rage about his plight. Instead, he had dinner. And he didn't just have dinner. He created something holy out of a piece of bread and a cup of wine. He created an institution that has brought people of disparate backgrounds and opinions and generations and theologies together, together for 2,000 years. He started from below nothing, from negative space, from a place of pain and sorrow, and created an institution of sanctuary, of forgiveness, of togetherness. It is easy to write this holy event off as the movement of God. To believe that holy from abhorrent can only come at the hands of the living God, the Messiah, the Christ, But for me, the witness of Father Justinian turned that on its head. I had the privilege of bearing witness to the transformative power of faith when it is channeled through a soul that has been wrenched and rent, a body that has been stabbed and torn and left to die. We will not all, thank God, experience a pain as profound as the betrayal Christ suffered or the brutality experienced by Father Justinian. But some of us will. Some of us have. And while none of us will institute the Lord's Supper, some will find a deep, deep, still well within ourselves to forge beauty where there appears to only be horror, to force goodness into a world that has offered us only evil. Some of us will make diamonds where there appears to be only the deep, hard darkness of coal. 
I do not believe that extraordinary beauty or exceptional goodness can only be minted from situations of intense wickedness. I also reject the idea that God creates painful situations in the world in order that we might be pushed into opportunities to create beauty. That is to say, I don't for a moment think God forced Justinians to wit- Justinian to witness Philomenos' murder in order that the church might stand as a testament to God's greatness. I don't believe that. I do, however, believe deeply and wholeheartedly that when we are able to dig deep, when we are able to tap into the grace that resides in each of ev- and every one of us, when we are able to descend through our grief and our anger and our pain, the fruits of what we can create when we choose beauty over all the other emotional output we have available will astound us and it will change us and it will change the world around us when we make that choice every time. Amen.